The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. And also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, and see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And you got two videos on the top of the screen. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from the previous day. So if you want to catch that, you can do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and then he'll be live in that area at that time. Now, if you go past that, you can always go over to our Rumble channel, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Now, it'll look a little different than what I'm showing you guys because I wasn't lying to you. We are live right now, but we are pre-recording the show. And so all you got to do is click on the play button 
uh, blow it up on whatever device you've got, and then look for the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. When you click that, you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We do have friends over there, and so join in the chat over there. We'd love to have you over there. And uh, we're not only streaming live here, but we're streaming live to Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel. Beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. On a number of Facebook pages that bear my name, also um, twitch.tv at Real Tim Brown, and then also Twitter for whatever that's worth, the Real Tim Brow 2. Leave off the end of my name, put the number 2, the Real Tim Brow 2. I guess somebody else was the Real Tim Brown, so that's why you have to do that. Uh, in any case, uh, right up under that's where you can sign up for an email newsletter. All of our articles go out uh, in the evening, sometime around between 7 and 8 every night. And uh, that includes the morning show archive. So this will be archived in an article form, video podcast, all the stuff that we have uh, previously, the videos and everything else uh, will be in that. So if you're not familiar with that, that comes every night. All you got to do is sign up for the email and it'll come right in your inbox. And then finally, if you agree with our message um, and you want to support us, not only doing radio and Internet, but out among the people, the 50 states, as we go and teach our Christian and constitutional heritage, and call people back to what we're supposed to be, and that's the foundations that God has established through his word, you can support us by clicking on the donate button at sonsoflibertymedia.com or with a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And we really do appreciate you guys, because without you, I mean, we would be doing what we're doing, because we're driven to do what we do. We just can't do as much. So we thank you very much uh, for your support. Now, the other week, I played for you a video, and many of you guys saw it as a viral video. It went... Uh, here up in Minnesota, and uh, Mall of America. I've been there one time uh, when I went up to visit Bradley and his family. And, um, you know, who doesn't want to go to a place that was a former baseball stadium and now it has an indoor uh, theme park in there and all the other stuff? So anyway, uh, I went up there. It was a really nice place. Um, but we got this video, and there's a guy there. He's simply walking around with a bright, neon colored shirt that says Jesus saves on the back on the on the front and on the back it's got the the coexist stuff marked out by the way we are coexisting we really are doing that uh, but the issue is is that there is no other way there's no other way to the father God himself but through his son the Lord Jesus and he said so himself he said I am the way the truth and the life no man comes to the father but by me and yet we have even professed Christians today saying, oh, there's many ways to the Father. You know, we need to give the Jews a break because they got their own covenant. Um, weren't the first converts to Christ Jews? Yes, they were. And what were they calling? Other Jews to come to Christ to repent of their sin. Just It was the same message, really, that was in the Old Testament. They're just saying now the promises God made to the Christ in eternity past, and to our forefathers, they've come to pass. Christ is here. He is the reality. We don't need all this other stuff, temples and goats and sacrifices and all this priesthoods and all, because we've been made that, and one greater than the temple is there. So this was this was the young man who went out. His name's Paul Shora, and uh, he went out, and he obviously goes here to, to evangelize, but he's just out walking around with his shirt on today, uh, when this video was was captured, and I want you to look at the rent cops. They're coming up trying to, one, infringe on the First Amendment, and, and this is what it is. It is an infringement because there's laws that protect you, even on so-called private property that is public. And I want you to just see the interaction if you haven't seen it. Here it is. 
I understand that. Right. But Jesus is associated with religion and it's offending people. No, it's not. Actually, it's not a religion. It's about, it's about eternal life. Okay, but it's the same thing. Okay? People have been offended. And like I said, all we were asking you is to take your shirt off. You can go to Macy's or we can leave. I didn't say anything though. I didn't speak. I didn't. I didn't speak. I didn't. I didn't say anything. I'm just went to okay. the basics. Oh, I'm gonna say the bad. to shop here you need to take that shirt off what is wrong with what is wrong with my t-shirt what is what is wrong with my t-shirt again sir it is religious soliciting there is no soliciting allowed on law property which is private property okay so again we've had yes no Sure. Exactly. What, what is wrong with it off the shop, man? That's all we want. No, I'm citizen. I know the Constitution. But you were last time, last time I was here, they told me to leave for 24 hours. I did. Yes. That day I was preaching. Yeah, I was preaching the gospel that day. Yeah. You're still soliciting. And again, I'm walking. Yes, you're walking wearing that shirt in the form of solicitor, and we've had guests come up saying that they've been offended by your shirt. Who'll say that? We've had guests come up and say you've been offended. So, like this gentleman just said too, take the shirt off and you can go shopping. That's as simple. Sorry. Or making. Making. So you see what's going on. It is bow the knee and deny Christ. And you can go shopping. Does that sound a little bit like that's getting close to what you hear of a mark of the beast? You're either going to bow before God or you're going to bow before man. What are you going to do? It's my privilege to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, Paul Shore. Paul, it's great to see you, man. Good to see you too, Tim. Yeah, listen, before we get into this, now, a lot of people have seen this. I bet you didn't think this was going to do what it did, but you know, the God has a way of taking the attacks of the enemy and swelling our ranks and lifting men up where they thought they were just in this little spot and he gives them a bigger platform. But what I want to ask is, before we get into all of that, tell us a little bit about yourself because you're not from the States. You're from Ethiopia. Is that right? Yeah. Now, Ethiopia, what happened? Tell us about that. Yeah, it's a miracle the way I came to the United States, actually. And um, uh, the Lord spoke to me while I was in Ethiopia and uh, he said to me, I'm going to take you to somewhere. And uh, I said, where? He said, somewhere outside of Ethiopia. You know, by the time, I was really the craziest guy. I used to be the craziest guy you have ever seen. I used to do all the things. I used to do drugs, alcohol. I used to have a bunch of girlfriends. And I'm sorry to say that. But um, then... He changed me. My even my my. I used to have a different name. He changed my name here. Amen. My name, my name used to be Opsa. That's Ethiopian name. 
and they said and uh um i need you to change this name i need you to be like like saint paul <laughs> then all right then i changed my name into paul and um my name uh, uh, as i mentioned my name used to be Absa Shoro, and now he changed it to Paul Shoro, and uh, I've been in the state over 13 years now. Yeah, since I came, you know, this is what I do. I, I go all over the state. This is my age state currently where I am. Um, I've, uh, I've only been here five months. So, yep, every, everywhere I go, I do this. I preach on the street. I preach at the concert. I preach at the such as game such as uh, like a uh, Vikings game, such as, yep, so that's what I do. Amen, amen. Well, you're taking that opportunity that the Lord has given you and uh, and his call upon your life, you're being faithful to it. I, I like to hear that, I really do. So you, you said this is, you've only been in Minnesota five five months? or yeah, I just moved. He, he spoke to me while I was in Washington, D.C. He said, hey, son, I need you to go to Minnesota. All right, then I packed my stuff. I drove 15 hours next day. I got here. Yeah, as soon as I got here, I start my preaching. So, Amen. 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 Now, how are people normally responding to you? I Can you tell us uh, just some venues that you've been? You said uh, concerts, football games, stuff like that. How are people responding to you overall with your with the message that you have? Oh, okay. That's a good question. And uh, it's a... Uh, it's really, it's it's been it's been difficult. Uh, they bully you, they curse you. You know, they even I, I remember uh, uh, that was in Washington D.C. at the metro station. I was preaching this day that that, that day, and this guy came at the back and he punched me. So, you know, when you preach on the street, uh, it's it's not really easy. You know, it's not easy. And uh, at the same metro station, I remember again one police. He threw me out of the, the the metro station. He like he threw me out. So, yeah, this this is what what, what happened to me on my daily basis. By the way, every day this this, this is this is constant. So, it's not new. Okay. All right. What about Mall of America? Because obviously you were there before this video. You even mentioned that. You said, I was here before. I was preaching the gospel there. Were you outside the mall? Were you inside the mall when you were preaching? And were you just uh, maybe out there in the parking lot preaching to people as they as they were walking by? Or what was going on there? Okay. This is what I do. Uh, I usually go with um, the, the small uh, piece of tracks. And uh, I used to uh, pass to the people. And... Um, I used to even, <laughs> I, I, I'm crazy, so I used, to, I used to even loudly preach the gospel. This is the last days, repent and turn to Jesus. Jesus is the only way. I, I, was, I, I used to loudly speak. And, um, and uh, little by little, they, they find out and uh, they stop me preaching. They, they warn me and, uh, and uh, even they have been suspended for 24 hours to not come back. Um, within 24 hours, and uh, yeah, this is that, that's what what I used to do in in Mall of America. That's it. I mean, it's just incredible. You would think, see, the America that I grew up in, mm -hmm. you would people would embrace a guy like you being out on the street passing out tracks. They wouldn't have been mean to you. They might even if they were unbelievers and they disagreed with your message, they would have been polite and they would have said, No, I'm not interested. And it wouldn't that would have been the extent of it. Now everybody's got their feelings on on their shoulders. 
and, oh, I'm offended that you wore a shirt, uh, which, by the way, probably in that mall at the same time you were there, you could probably tell me, there was probably people with all kinds of religious uh, things on their shirt. Uh, Cursed, even including cursing word. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, things that, that really are, there There are laws probably in Minnesota, just like there are here, uh, against pornography. There were probably things, I've seen stuff like that, uh, or profanity or stuff like that. So you've got that all around. These guys come up. What it, Can you kind of lead us through what went on this day, uh, what you were doing? Were you shopping? Were you out to pass tracks? Or what were you doing there? And what brought this all about? Okay, okay, that's a good question. Um, here is the thing. Look, Tim, I, oh, I, I really have a, a, a burden about these young people, you know. So it really broke my heart when I see uh, these young people, what they are going through. And uh, um, that's why every single day I do my part. That day... You know, since they stopped me preaching the gospel, right, I start just walking, walking around in the Mall of America with my T-shirt. At least somebody will see the T-shirt and uh, change his ways, turn it to God. That's, that's, that's my, my, my idea, you know. Amen. So yeah. that's I go there with everywhere. Actually, everywhere I go, whether it's restaurant, whether it is shopping, like um, Walmart, Target, Everywhere I go, I wear this T-shirt in purpose, you know. So that day, I was walking around over two hours, I guess. I was walking around, walking around, walking around. And uh, I think this police, this young lady, she saw me earlier before she, she got me. And this time... She approached onto me and she said, "No, you gotta, you gotta get out of here, or you gotta take off this T-shirt." She said to me, "That's where the the argument start." Okay, and is the lady you're talking about? Is she the rent-a-cop here with the other guy? Is that what's going on? Yeah, there was. She was on a video. Yeah, yeah. she was a. Uh, yep, she was a security too. Right. Okay. All right. Well, so this ensues. Now, we only got about two minutes and 18 seconds here, and I think it was kind of clipped in the middle. What all mm -hmm. happens when this when this is going on? Because we're only seeing kind of you guys. There's obviously a lot of people on the other side. These these two rent-a-cops come up to you, and they tell you you got to take a shirt off, which I got to tell you, the first time I saw it, I, I even have friends in the alternative media who are not necessarily Christian. They're not hostile to Christians. But they're mm -hmm. they're they're very logical. I watched uh, Brian from High Impact Flicks take this apart, and he was just like, "People are offended at a T-shirt, really." Yeah. So what all goes on here? What eventually happens? Do you just decide, "Hey, I'm just going to leave," um, or and and what's happening with the crowd as far as what we don't see going on here? Is there oh, a crowd yeah. stopping and watching what's going on? Yeah, the video was actually, um, the, 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 the lady captured only a few seconds, you know. So we were arguing like over 40, 40 minutes before she started recording. So, so she, she said, you got you to gotta get out. I said, no, I'm not going to get out. I'm not going to take off my T-shirt either. And uh, I already knew what they're going to do to me, what, what they were going to 
do to me. Either they 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 put me in jail, which is I was ready for to go to jail, and uh, I was ready for 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 everything they 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 were gonna do to me. So then this lady uh, show up and uh, she she start recording. After almost after we finished, she start recording. There was conversation even before the video start being recorded. Okay. All right. And so what 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 took place there after what we saw here? Uh then the the the, the uh, I think this guy is uh you know these guys are not even police, you know that, right? They are they are security. Yeah, they're rent a cops, that's why I call them that. Right. So this I think this guy's police the real cop and uh, he came they I think they call, they called some some uh, some part of a uh, different uh, like high high police agency whatever they call it then okay. this guy showed up and he came to me he said what's up i don't know these guys are uh, um against me by by wearing my t-shirt and he said he took that guy he called him away from me and he said i guess he told him uh, uh this guy has a uh, um freedom of speech I, I think he he spoke to him something and uh, they gave back to me and um this the guy i was talking about i'm talking about says to me you know what he said now you can shop now you can shop you're good to go but he said if anyone complains we're gonna put you in jail he said wow so okay so now we're getting a little we're getting here somewhere so they let you leave the shirt on because you stood the ground and you went I, about doing your things, nobody else complained? I mean, no, no, nobody came to me. I mean, yeah. Man, I like that. Yeah, nobody came to me, and uh, I was keep walking around. I was keep showing my T-shirt, my, my uh, yep. So, yeah, even though I, that's what, that was, yeah. Well, you know, that's, that, I think that's great. This is a great testimony as to what God does if, if, his, if his children won't bow. We usually use the phrase, if you don't bow, you don't burn, reference back over there to Daniel chapter 3 and the three Hebrew children who wouldn't bow. When everybody else around them is bowing, they're like, no. And as a matter of fact, King, uh, it, God is able to deliver us. But if he doesn't, if we do burn in the fire, we're not bowing to you, dude. We're just not going to do it. And uh, yep. I'm glad to hear you tell people that because nobody knew what happened after this happened. So, so you stood your ground. You had that. Now, what's interesting, Paul, is that. Well, let's let's just hit this a couple of times. Maybe I'll, I want to let you preach a little bit. Okay, I want to let you preach to our audience a little bit. Okay. What does Jesus say is going to happen to those who want to follow and obey Him? What? Go ahead and go ahead and give us a little a little taste of what Paul says to people about. Hey, if you're going to follow Christ. This is what's going to happen to you. These are the things that are going to happen. Go ahead and go ahead and speak that, brother. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Tim. And uh, yeah, this is the message we have um, to the whole humans, according to the Gospel of Mark, chapter sixteen, verse fifteen. Jesus says, "He said, go into the whole, the whole world, and preach the gospel to the whole nation, which is the whole humans." This is the message we have. So. We know and we believe that Jesus Christ was crucified for our sin. 
and that he rose again from the dead on Saturdays. He went to heaven. Now he is in the way to come back. Before he came back, we have to spread the gospel. We have responsible for all for for this generation. You know what I mean? Yep. To preach the gospel wherever we go, on anytime at anywhere, we have to preach the gospel because that's our responsibility to preach the gospel, to save people. You know what I mean? That is why I go to bar even after midnight. I do my part. After, even after midnight, I go I go to bar, like a club. I hold my sign, Jesus saves. I got my megaphone. And uh, even after midnight, because we have to tell people about Jesus, which is the only way for salvation, which is the only way to go to the Father. Amen. You know, so there is consequence. You know what I mean? There is consequence for the sin. If they don't repent, if they don't repent and turn to Jesus, there is a consequence, which is they have no idea. Even they said, some of most of them say, um, you know, the devil tossed them already. And as they said, uh, uh, oh, do you think the hell is real? Oh, yeah, the hell is real. And when, when they really start arguing, I, tell, I always tell them, okay, then that's fine. You will see when you get there. Because there, is, there, will need, there will no coming back once they get into hell. That's right. That's why we have to do our part. That's what we do. That's why we keep telling people about Jesus. We don't preach ourselves. We don't preach our nothing about this world. We preach only about Jesus. Come on, we That's right. That's right. That's right. And let me let me just ask you this too. Um, a lot of preachers won't preach the law of God, which points out people's sin and the need for a Savior. You're not a guy that backs away from that, are you? Nope. <laughs> good. No. Good. Neither are we. Neither are we. And I, I, that's look to me. That is the part of what the gospel is. This is the truth. Yes, the good news part is Jesus came and he lived a perfect life. And he died a perfect death before the Father on the behalf of sinners. The Bible says he became sin who knew no sin, that those of us who were sinners might be made the righteousness of Christ. And we preach that, but we say, how, people say, ah, oh, you know, I do everything everybody else does. Yeah, okay, well, let's just focus you out. Let's get the law out here. You know, ten little commandments. You know, there, it's not like we have what we have here in America, a bazillion laws. Ten commandments. We started with one, didn't we? Our father Adam messed that one up with just one. And it was about eating. Don't eat of that tree. And he partook and he drug us all down in it. And all of us would have done the same thing. So let's not think we're better than him. But we point people to we point people to the law because the law is our, our schoolmaster. It drives us to Christ. And so you're exactly right. I, I'm thrilled to hear the things that you're saying and the excitement you have in doing it. It's almost like when you go out looking, you know, on a scavenger hunt, you're looking for something. And that that's what preachers do. They go and preach, and they're basically, God has his elect. They're going to hear the word of God. And we go out there, and it's almost this exciting thing of, okay, God, who are you going to speak to? Who are you going to harden? Who are you going to save? Who's your, great, who's your grace going to be? So I, I love to hear that. Now, <clears throat> have you had any other encounters with Mall of America Besides this one, I mean, it, you, I think you said they gave you like a 24-hour thing one time. Oh, yeah. What, what's that okay. like? Because are you inside the building or are you outside, maybe on the... On that the was uh, inside the building. That was a, 
since I got here, I always got uh, this persecution anyways. So the, um, the one thing I want to add it before we pass to uh, this one, um, here is the thing. I have a message. Uh, I don't know whether you're going to give it to me a chance or not. Um, Go ahead. Have at it. It is a thing. Um, the reason why people are not saved is not only their problem, Tim. It's our problem because people or even the Christians, they don't want to be offended. That's why they don't want to tell this secret. You know what I mean? They don't want to tell because they don't want to be offended. You know what I mean? That is why most of our friends are not saved. We eat with them. We hang out with them. You know what I mean? We never tell about Jesus. We have to tell them. We have to save these people. We have to save our friends, relatives, families, family members, car workers. We have to tell them. If, if, we, if, 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 if we don't tell them, how can they be saved? Well, they so can't. We have Go ahead. They can't. Oh, they can, right. They can be saved if we don't tell them. So we have to speak out. That means, look, we have to remember this. If you confess before men, says Jesus, says, I will confess before my Father, Amen. which is That's in right. heaven. You know what I mean? If you deny me before men, I will deny you before my Father in heaven, he says. So, here is the thing. Even the, the if you really, you know, the uh, uh, the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 9 says, If you confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord by your mouth, and if you believe that God rose him up from the dead, you shall be saved. That means if we don't confess, that there is no salvation even for us. That's right. The church does not save, you know what I mean? Yeah. We have to have knowledge. We have to tell people, you know what I mean? Even for our salvation, not even not not only to save them, even for our salvation, we have to confess that our salvation, how 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 we uh, how um, we got the salvation. So we have to tell people. Okay, the, the, the uh, let me get back to your question. So here is the thing: whenever I go to Mall of America, actually they don't like me. Those uh, these securities. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, they don't like me. They always they 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 give me hard time and uh, like uh, they they look me like you know as uh, like um, not good looking and um, and uh, they all warned me. I thought they they have different shape. I thought they are like they are they have a uh, different um, securities. They are these guys are the same everywhere you. Every time I go, I see the same security so they know me so whenever i get into the mall they they don't, they don't look me good so yeah yeah they got your they got their eyes pinned on you because they they're oh. like this is the guy we want to get and yeah. uh, so so let me ask you about some of that Go um and going in some of these and you talked about some of the people who come up and they'll hit you in the back of the head or you got these guys coming at you and uh and they're wanting to kick you out of the mall and all this other have you had some good tales? Have you had some people who, who really listened to the message and either oh, they oh, were converted oh, right uh, then or maybe later oh, they came uh, back and they said, hey, oh, Paul, thank you for sharing the oh, message. Yeah. We're converted. Oh, yeah. Can you it share is, some of those stories? 
Yes, here is the thing. Look, as I told you, when you decide to follow Jesus Christ, you may lose everything. When you decide to serve Jesus Christ, even I remember back in 2015, I even lost my taxi in, in Philadelphia. I used to drive taxi. Well, by the time I used to live in Philly, I lost I lost my taxi. They, uh, they, they, there is a there is sticker, gay sticker. They put on my they 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 put on my taxi. Then I took off. I will never drive taxi with this with this kind of sign. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. Then they find out. They took away my taxi. They find me. I think it was a hundred dollar. They fired me. So, hey, 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 hang on, hang on a second. Uh, you know, I know uh, Philly is a warped city up there, but uh, what is the, is this the company you work for that did this? And they said, we're not going to, uh, what did they say? You're soliciting people while you're driving them around or because you're a vocal Christian, we're going to put the sticker on and you can't run a taxi for us? I mean, I got to tell you, Paul, all of this stuff smacks of the breaking of the law that's been established here. In the, I know a lot of people don't want to uphold them, but the First Amendment is pretty clear. You have the right to practice your religious beliefs, and I don't believe that's any old religion because there is no right to worship a false god. There's no right to do that. But yeah. you, you're doing this. Jesus Christ and the gospel, all people have to do is go back to the Mayflower Compact. The guys came off of there, and they said, we're doing this for the advancement of the kingdom of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I mean, I, it blows my mind, but are you telling me that it was your bosses there at the taxi company or something that said that, or was this the city? Yeah, that was a, that was a, uh, I, I, I even remember the taxi company's name. is a Freedom that was a freedom taxi company well and, that's um, a hypocritical name isn't it right yep that's what you see that even the, they don't even match their their company's name yeah so yep the the company um uh, called uh freedom taxi company and um they attached this gay sign on the taxi on the whole taxi you know what i mean even I remember. Oh, I see. What you're saying is they were promoting yeah. the sodomites, right? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Promoting sodomites, and I, I even remember that it was a, a pastor was uh, begging them, uh, please take off this sign uh, out of my taxi. He was asking. Then I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't realize that that the sign was uh, spreading the sodomites. <laughs> when I realized, I, I, I look up. One day, and that's that's the story of it. Then I, I took, I get angry and uh, get out of my taxi. <laughs> so I crash, and they find out, and they they find out, and they called me, and um, they find me, and they fired me. Even they took the taxi, you know. So so when we have to do we, to get in order to save people, we have to decide, and we we have to even. Lose something, you know what I mean? Salvation, that is, look, we know salvation is for free, but we have to do our part. We have to sacrifice. Either it is our time, our, like, uh, our monies, our uh, something, you know what I mean? You have to, you have to sacrifice. That's why Jesus said, if you want to follow me, deny yourself. If you want to follow me, if, if you love 
you're, you're everything more than me. You cannot be my disciples. You know what I mean? So we have to decide. So That's right. let me get back to your question. And uh, so even in my taxi and my uh, right now I drive for Uber uh, on for living. I do. I, uh, I drive for uh, for for Uber and the people got saved every single day. Can you imagine every single day? They, like I, uh, in every corner I pull up, I pull over and pray for them. I pull over Amen. every single but I, I, I still carry with me my, my tracts, you know, even Bible, I give them away Bible. So, so I pull over, I pray for them. They give their life to Jesus Christ. Even the Lord himself gave me confirmation for that. That a lot of people has been saved in my Uber car. Amazing. You know, people are hungry. People are hungry. Yes, they are. You know what I mean? But the people, we, the, the Christians are not telling. We are not preaching the gospel. That is that is our 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 our, our weakness. I I believe that. I know that. Yeah, you know, your gift is very much like Bradley's. He he's up in Minnesota. You may have heard oh, yeah. of, you may have heard of the Sons of Liberty, and and Bradley's up there, and Bradley okay. has that evangelistic kind of prophetic gifting i don't have that i have more of the teacher aspect and so i when instead of pointing pointing to mark i point to matthew where he says you teach the nations to observe all things i've committed you make disciples conversion is god's deal it ain't mine i don't convert anybody i can't convert anybody because it's a spiritual work where god takes out a heart of stone and he puts in a heart of flesh he 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 gives a new birth uh for for those who are, are dead in their sins and so mm -hmm. our gifts work together. We all need one another in doing that. And, I, you know, one of the things that you made mention of that you've been enduring these hardships, and, and Paul told Timothy, he says, you endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I mean, he called him a, he, he refers to it that we're in a spiritual battle and we're soldiers in that. And the, you know, uh, Luke writes, and this comes from Acts chapter 14, just so people see it. Um, <clears throat> this begins at verse 19. I'll try to blow this up here just a little bit so we can all see yeah. this. Acts chapter 14. And I'll, I'll just, I like to read the context because I don't like to read a verse because people rip verses out of their context. So here's what it says. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconium who persuaded the people and having stoned Paul. I mean, they were chasing him down wherever Paul went. The Judaizers were coming along and they um, had stoned Paul drew him out of the city, supposed he had been dead. So they just left him outside the city saying, mission accomplished. Howbeit, as the disciples stood around about him, he rose up and came. He didn't run from the city. He went back into the thing. And the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derby. And when they had preached the gospel to that city and had taught many, they returned again to Lystra and Iconium and Antioch, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And then he established elders in every church and all this stuff. But the, the thing here, Paul, is he was willing to endure tribulation. In fact, he tells Timothy a little later on, he says, we endure all things for what? The sake of the elect, right? We don't know who the elect are. God does, but he uses us as mouthpiece. He uses means to, to save the elect for whom Christ gave his life. And uh, he's faithful in doing that. There's no question about it. Now, I want to ask you a little bit of a question. Let's, let's back up just a tad here. Back in Ethiopia, 
Can you mm -hmm. tell us about your conversion as to what happened there? What changed your life? And how long was it oh. before that conversion, before you got this word to come over here to the States? Oh, here is the thing. This is this takes <laughs> an hour. <laughs> well, and, go ahead. Knock it out. Yeah, we can do it. Highlight a little bit. Oh, as I told you, I, can you imagine I grew up in church? I grew up in church. I did too. I, I was a preacher's kid. Uh, I grew up in Lutheran church and... Um, and uh, but I honestly I didn't know God. You know what I mean? I didn't know God. And um, then you know God, our God is God of mercy, and uh, He is endures endures forever. And uh, and uh, as I told you, He sent somebody to me. And uh, this guy is uh, is a prophet. He's uh, he's from like a country. He came to me, and uh, I was I, uh, I, I, even I used to go to jail like every single almost every single day. I was, you remember, uh, first team, uh, chapter one, verse 15, Paul says, I was a chief of a sinner. I, I, I would, if, if Paul was still on the, on the earth, I would tell him, Paul, you didn't do anything comparing to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I used to go to jail every single day, almost. I used to do drug, alcohol. There is nothing I didn't try on the earth. You see? He came to me, and the, the, really, the thing who what touched my heart is his mercy. I wish I can pay him back, but I can't. I can't pay him back. It's, 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 it's huge, you know what I mean? We, no one can pay back to Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Amen. So I said, can you imagine? I, I've been in the United States for 13 years. I didn't work 16 hours. I, I, I've been studying the Bible all this year. Can you imagine? I'm 40 years old. I didn't marry. I didn't mess around. I didn't mess around. I, I was just studying the Bible this whole time. I had a connection with God as a messenger. Even he gave me a message. He, he, like, he spoke to me as a, like a, as a messenger. Even I remember when... Um, uh, at the uh, at 2020 for American election, the Lord spoke to me, and uh, I became a messenger. You know what I mean? So then he uh, back in Ethiopia, he spoke to me. He spoke to that that prophet, and uh, and uh, he approached to me one day. He came to me, and uh, God has a plan for you. I said, "What are you talking about?" Uh, I said to him, "What are you talking about?" Uh, I, 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 I'm not a good person. I do this, I do this. Which God is talking to me? <laughs> Maybe you are telling me my friend, my I have an older uh, older brothers and one brother and sister. Maybe they, you are telling me my, my sibling's history. You know, he said, no, you. He said, me? Uh, all right, let it, let, let it be if, if it is me. Then he, that was true. That was true. He brought me to the United States. Then... I decided to follow him. I decided. Uh, uh, <laughs> the funny thing, when I came to the United States, I didn't even speak any English word. That we know the uh, we have a we learn it different different English. And back back in Ethiopia, we learn it British English, which is a completely different accent. So when I came to the United States, I didn't I don't I didn't speak any English word, and uh, I got a job in Seven Eleven. And uh, I, I, I I learned a little bit of uh, the American accent. Then, when he said to me, 
preach the gospel. I don't even speak English. What I'm gonna do? He said, preach it on your by your broken English. Then, all right. Then I order my megaphone. I order everything, and uh, I decide to preach on the street. Tim. Amen. Amen. Hey, you know what? I, I want to ask you a comparison. Now we had Judd Saul on. Now he's out in the Midwest and in the, in, the, in the states here. But he went on a mission trip, I think it was a little over a decade ago, and he went to Nigeria. And okay. uh, I don't know, how close is Nigeria to Ethiopia? Oh, far. It's very long, far. Long ways. Okay. So he, he went over there, and he fell in love with the, with the Christian people there. And oh, wow. he saw they were persecuted, and he wanted to help them. So he came back here, and he started working to get some things to not only correct their doctrine, because they had a lot of this prosperity gospel guys come in there, and their 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 doctrine was not only destroying them uh, spiritually; it was destroying them physically in the face of their enemies, the Muslims who would come to these these villages that were outside the you know metropolises and stuff. I mean, literally the villages they were in, and they were killing them. And um, <clears throat> we asked Judd about it. We he said that's the biggest thing we had to overcome what the gospel was, and the uh, what what the teachings of Scripture actually said. And he said, the more we started doing it, the more the people were going, oh, yeah, yeah, now I get it. Now it makes sense. And uh, they're even working on things where they, you know, form security teams. Because, look, I am not one that thinks if my brothers, if people are trying to kill my brother over here, I am not going to sit back and say, oh, Lord, will you intervene for him? No, I'm going to pick up my gun and I'm going to go demonstrate love for that brother by trying to stop the bad guys. Uh, that's the way they did it all throughout the Old Testament. I don't see any. I don't see Christ uh, condemning anybody for those kinds of things. Uh, part of do thou shalt not murder is preserve life, right? That's the positive side of that. So right. Judd was telling about that kind of stuff. What's it like in Ethiopia for Christians there? Are they under some uh, this a similar kind of persecution as those in Nigeria? Uh, it, yes, but not as much as the Nigeria one is uh, really. I hear um, so many times uh, uh, about uh, the, the the Nigerian uh, Christians, uh, but uh, in, in Ethiopia we have uh, I think 30, 35 something percent of Islam, uh, and um, yeah we got a, yeah we got a, a, not as much as Nigeria, but uh, we still have a, a, some persecution of of, of, of Christians. But not as much as uh, uh, Nigeria. Okay. All right. Now, ha have you been into? I think it's Saint Cloud. Oh, here, in Minnesota. Yes. Oh, you know what? I have a, a good friend of mine, a preacher. The day I got here, I prayed. I prayed to God, Lord, give me somebody who uh, who uh, who I'm gonna preach with in this city. And he showed me this guy. His name is David Miller. He, he has he has been preaching in. Uh, three preaching like over 25 years and uh, he mo sometimes he go there uh saint cloud and uh you know i was gonna go with him and i had accident i had accident and um uh, even before that i was really struggling um, um uh, i even um i got i got my car is broke down the first time when I got here, my car is broke down, and uh, my, I gave my car to the, the, the dealership to fix my car. And uh, they asked me over $3,000. And uh, by the time I didn't have the money, I told them, okay, let me get rent a car, and uh, let me make this money, and I uh, get back to you. That was the deal. 
Then I uh, I rent the car. I start driving for lift. I, I I couldn't make that three thousand dollar because I helped my parents back home Ethiopia. I have a I have a six siblings which I support whom I support, and uh, I asked my church helped me half of the money and uh, I borrowed the half the rest from the from my one of my friends. When I get back to them, guess what? They sold my car. They sold what? my car, and um, uh, still I'm, I'm still searching for a, a lawyer, and um, th- that's why I, I I I couldn't make it to go to Saint Cloud with David. David goes there sometimes. There is a lot of activities. Yeah, I when I was up there, and this has been several years ago. I think it was probably in 2014 or 2015, and I know mm-hmm. we rode just through Saint Cloud, and. Dude, it was like, I don't know. It was like going through a horror movie. That's the way you, I don't watch horror movies uh, anymore, but it's one of those things. It just feels, it, it makes your skin crawl. I, I can't explain it. There is a, there is a, a, a some kind of evil force there in oh, St. Cloud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, it, I remember Bradley. I said, "Dude, this just feels." And Bradley says, "Yes, like this all the time when you come down through here." And he says, "He says these people who come in here, he says they have death all over them because that's the culture they come from is a culture of death." And um, and so I'm I'm glad to hear that that uh, you know you guys were able to do some of that. And maybe we can maybe I can maybe you can put me in touch with they will have David on. We'll have him tell his story yeah. as to what he's going. I think people need to be encouraged about those who are actually going and doing the stuff out there. Oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna give you his number. You may contact him. And uh, yeah, here is the thing. Here is the thing. As I mentioned earlier, sitting in a church, being Christian, does not save. It's not enough. That's right. Come on. We have to speak out. We have to tell these. By the way, these people, they don't know where they're going. And they don't know what they are doing either. That's why they they are they are doing all this bad stuff. You know what I mean? Because we didn't tell them. That's why I don't judge them. Because that was our fault. That was the church fault. That was the Christian Amen. fault. We didn't tell them. You know what I mean? We didn't tell them. So now we have to... Tells them kindly in love, you know what I mean? So we have to tell them. That's 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 why really my, my heart is so broke about these young people. Whenever I see them, oh my goodness, I, I can't I, I couldn't hold my, my, my tears because these young people they don't they didn't they, nobody told them to not do what they are doing, you know what I mean. When they decide to change their gender, nobody warns them, nobody tells them. That's why. That's our yeah. fault. That's that's our fault. So we have to tell them. And uh yeah, you know, they you know, before you start this program, I was watching one of the video about the the which which was really touched my heart. Um about the mask. Here oh, the, the kids at the first. Yeah, I've been playing that for over two years now. Right, look. Look, this was our authority, by the way. We have authority to overcome the disease. We have authority to overcome the circumstances. Amen. We have authority to overcome the even devil death. You know what I mean? So when these tiny, when they create this tiny virus to 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 stop to 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 close the church, right? 
we were not supposed to we were not supposed to close close the church by the way that's right we had a war you know what i mean that's right all the over time i've never been in a house even for one minute i've been around i've been traveling preaching the gospel you know what i mean fear not the coronavirus and I, I, i never wear my that their mask for one second amen Amen. You know, you know, you say you, there's a there's a, a passion for the young people. This is our site, Sons of Liberty Radio, and Bradley's done. I don't know. Uh, he spoke. He's done uh, assemblies for young people in public schools, uh, wow. hundreds of them. He was attacked by the sodomites and the LGBTQRSTV WXYZ people, and uh, and they made it more difficult for him to get in. But he was going in giving presentations on. Our Christian and constitutional heritage, pointing back to the gospel, pointing back to the law, all of these kinds of things. And, and I asked him one day, I said, Bradley, I, I know this is your heart's desire, but I said, if you had any young people come up to you after, you know, like after the assembly's done, like maybe years later, he goes, oh, yeah. He says, I've had some people pop up and say, I still remember that assembly because nobody told me. And he says, our children are subjected to everything and protected from nothing. Paul, one of the things we got is we got about a minute and a half here, and we've got something coming up on the 4th, this Saturday. Can you tell people how people are getting behind you? They saw this video and they said, well, we'll show you guys. We're going to come out there and we're going to wear our Jesus Saved shirt and we're going to march in solidarity for the glory of God. Can you tell people real quickly, we've got a little about a, about a minute, let people know what's going on this Saturday at Mall of America. Okay, uh, hold on, let me... What we okay? Are you... There you go. Yep. Are you still there? Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Trying to call me. Um, this is what we are planning. Um, I think uh, over twenty thousand people. Uh, uh, as far uh, yeah, I think over twenty thousand people signed. As far as I know, uh, to to come to uh, the Mall of America. <laughs> wow. Coming up Saturday. So Amen. this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna just wear the T-shirt. And uh, go walk around, and uh, I think there is a there is worship at Arden Hill, which is like uh, it's twenty minutes away from where I am. Yeah, the, that's that's what we're gonna do, Tim. Amen. And what time does that start? Twelve forty-five. Twelve forty-five. That's Central Standard Time, just so people have that. And uh, Paul Shora, yes. dude, thank you so much yes. for coming on. What an encouragement. And my the hairs on my arms have been standing up the whole time we've been talking. Praise God for you. Praise God for your ministry. Hang on, and I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Join Mall of America there with, with your brothers and sisters. Get your Jesus Save shirt on, 1245 Central Time. See you there. We'll talk to you in the morning. Adios.